John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. He is John. And he is Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The International Comedy Podcast. Yeah, and it still is John and Sam in Japan. John, you've been in Japan now for must be knocking on 20 days or so. How's everything going? He says knowingly. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, I am currently day two into a five-day isolation uh, in my mother-in-law's apartment in the middle of Tokyo. It is absolutely fucking boiling and... um, yeah, just just hating life really. <laughs> so all, yeah, well, basically what happened was my mother-in-law took a bit of a funny turn because um, of the heat and stuff. So they've taken her to the hospital, uh, and then when she was at the hospital, they gave her a cheeky COVID test, which came back as positive, even though she'd had the fourth jab. I don't know about five days ago, and she's got zero COVID symptoms. But now, as a family, we're all in lockdown. Fucking sat just killing each other just going <laughs> uh, uh. yeah I mean I shouldn't laugh I do feel sorry for you and I'm I'm glad that your mother-in-law is uh, is on the mend she seems to be fine yeah. from what uh, you yeah. said I mean, that's about, I mean it was quite scary when she took a, a bit of a turn but it's yeah definitely not COVID related um, so look she's she's definitely fine um, but because this is Japan and it's so bonkers about COVID the hospital won't treat her for the problem that she's got because she's got COVID. Um, so, and they, they basically said to her, like, unless she's literally dying, just don't bring her back. And you're like, well, that's not very good service, that is it? You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> No, you'd, so, uh, you'd hope for you'd hope for her to go there, you know, prior to death. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because she vomited due to the heat. Uh, she'd had a bit to drink and we'd be for a meal. And, um, and I can see why you uh, fit in with the family. Yeah, <laughs> but then the uh, the doctor was like, "Oh, vomiting. That's that's one of the symptoms of the new the new variant." I'm like, is it? Is it? Yeah. Is that, is that what I'll just say? <laughs> it's also a, it's also a, it's also a symptom of. Ten Mizu- Shochu Mizuari koimes. Yeah. 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 Ten pints of strong alcohol and forty yeah. degree heat. You want to get down heat. a high get down a high street on a Friday night in England. And know, yeah. COVID all over the place in that case. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just it's annoying because there's so much so many things that I'd planned to do. So I'm supposed to be going on a surf trip. That's had to be cancelled. Supposed to be meeting everybody down the beach on Sunday. Uh, supposed to be doing comedy on Friday at this uh, the Tokyo Comedy Bar, which I was dead excited about because I've not been there yet. Um, and, and not all just about me either. Like uh, on Monday, it's my daughter's birthday. And so we're <laughs> going to be locked in till Tuesday. So she was in tears saying, uh, what would I do? for her. Yeah. And I was saying, well, just remember my 40th birthday during lockdown. And it was just me, you, my <laughs> mum and dad and how depressed I was then. <laughs> So this is just, it's just your you know, turn. It's your turn to grow up. So, uh, was she becoming nine? 
Yeah. <laughs> she's going to turn nine. She's learning some harsh life lessons. Early on. Early yeah. doors. <laughs> she nearly watched her uh, Japanese grandma die in the street, and now she's uh, learning that <laughs> the government's full of shit and she's been forced to lock down. Whereas, so. you, whereas you've always sounded keen to return to Japan permanently at some point, I get the feeling yeah. that your eldest might be less <laughs> excited yeah. about the prospect. Well, I, I was like, right, so I've got five days uh, locked in the house. So yesterday, I literally kind of woke up about 10 o'clock, read some books and fell asleep till about two o'clock, woke up, had a bit of lunch, went back to bed, woke up about five o'clock. Um, and then kind of had a shower and stuff and then sat there, had dinner, um, and then had a few beers and watched a film. And it got to... I don't know, maybe about nine, half nine. And I thought, oh, I need a shower because I'll be sweating all day in this little tiny apartment. Uh, and then I just decided I was going to bick my head. <laughs> so <laughs> I just kind of thought, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, which was today, I'm going to start doing something constructive with my life in this. Uh, you know, uh, Old Boy, that film where he just starts doing <laughs> yeah. fucking sit-ups and, you know, thought, right, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to write a novel, do some exercise. <laughs> I then I had a load of beers last night, watched the end of Sandman and this Korean mental film. Went to bed about two, woke up at ten, had a bit of a read, um, and then got a phone call from you, Arthur Levin, going, are we supposed to be recording at nine o'clock this morning? <laughs> I know. I was thinking, where is he? Because often when we when we miss the recording, it's due to the time difference. But I, thought, I mean, he's literally in Japan this time. So yeah. There's no excuse for this. Uh, no. Listeners, listeners, listen to this. Please judge for yourselves the if you think this is a pants on fire or not. But I, I said to John, I said, are we recording this morning? And John said, oh, what day is it? I said, it's, it's Friday. He said, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was Thursday. Uh, I did. That was genuine. I did think it's Thursday. Um, no, do you know, I didn't realise it's Friday. I believe you. I totally believe you because yeah. when you're on holiday, the days merge. But when you're on holiday and in kind of isolation, it's even worse. Well, yeah. <laughs> Although well, I think um, our friend did it, and he got put in a hotel. And yeah, he stayed right. There for ten days, didn't he? But I mean, he had he actually had COVID with symptoms and stuff. Yeah, I asked him about that. I I said to him, uh, "Oh, did you? So did you have to go to the hotel?" He said, "No, no, I could have stayed at home, um, but." they offered the hotel as isolation. And because he lives with his wife, two kids and mother-in-law, he decided it would be more peaceful for him if he went to the hotel. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I think I should start coughing. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you took my temperature now, because I'm sat in this little fucking tiny air-conditioned room, sweating, I could get away with a fever. Your wife hasn't come in to offer you a, offer you a fan this week. No, no. <laughs> You you were saying so, about uh so you've you've bicked your head and you're in isolation which ends on so the last day of it's Monday right yeah so Tuesday I'm free I kind of get the impression that you're you're you and your family are going to be revving up and building up to Tuesday morning and then you're going to kind of be like in Gladiator the McBrides <laughs> are going to leave the house and be like unleash <laughs> hell. Yeah, well, <laughs> on Tokyo. So, like I said, we're supposed to be going on Tuesday. I think we're supposed to be driving up to Chiba for four hours, but my wife doesn't really want to leave her mum because her mum's got to do 10 days of isolation. Ah, right. Which I understand. So she was like, well, you can just take the kids to go stay at her friend's house up oh. in Chiba. So, me in a rent a car for four hours driving uh, 
in Japan where no idea where I'm going to stay with people who are not my friends, really. <laughs> I was like, no, it's all right. But I said to her, I'm definitely going to just go spend a few days down the beach, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you need to get a couple more beach days in for sure? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But anyway, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> This is JNS in J News. All right, now it's time for the news story. So, Sam, what have you got for us? Well, this is uh, uh, this is a news story about a festival. Uh, it's kind of festival season in the summer. I, I bet you've you've been to a few festivals in your time, like music festivals or yeah, just general. Yeah, yeah, music festivals or yeah. Uh, Actually, I'm not sure in this particular case, I'm not sure if it is a music festival. It just says Festival Goa is the main uh, one. Right. But uh, I, bet I think you, yeah. I'm too old. I'm too old now to uh, bother with music festivals. Like I watched on Netflix recently that documentary about the Woodstock 1999 where uh, everybody just I've just, just seen the first episode of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like it's uh, about to kick off big time. Yeah, I just, I just sat there and like... I think younger me would have thought that looks fucking amazing, just torching places and just going completely feral. <laughs> um, but now, as an adult, I'm thinking, oh god, that looks like such hard work. Yeah, um, I, know, I know. Even before, even before everything goes to shit, it's just the fact that they charge them so much for water. There's no shade. And it's All so, of those yeah, it things. So I think, hot. It just looked so yeah. hot. <laughs> thought, being in a tent like that. I thought, oh. No, no thanks. Yeah. I just, do you know what I always think about when I look at those sort of things and the kind of, you know, when people go to Big Ben at midnight on New Year's Eve and stuff, oh, it's just yeah. like, I'm just all about the toilet. Like, how <laughs> how, how are you going to go for a wee? It's just impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, probably evidence of our <laughs> approaching middle age. Yeah, well, I think now for me, the, the only kind of festivals I like are the uh, the food and drink festivals. Yeah, where there's yeah. a nice bench. <laughs> yeah, a bench, shitloads of booze and some food. Probably am- a German sausage. <laughs> Ample toilets. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this is a story about a man who went to a festival. And I've, you know, over the years, we've all heard pretty extreme stories about what's happened at festivals, you know, portaloos being tipped over with people in them and things like that. But I've got a feeling this might be the kind of peak of um, (laughs) interesting (laughs) things to happen at a festival. It says, a terrified festival goer (laughs) said... Sorry, it's just it's just the opening sentence of the article. A terrified festival goer said, "Okay, would you like to have a guess at what the extreme event was?" So, are we? Are you going to tell me what kind of fe- is it? A music festival? Um, it it doesn't say, but the, the, oh, it's called. I tell you, here you are. Um, the he went to the Mother Earth Festival, uh, which was in Bolivia. I'm pretty sure. Ah, oh, right. Okay. So, I don't know, did he get somebody set fire to his crusty dreadlocks? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably even worse than that. <laughs> it says, a terrified festival goer says that he was being offered as a human sacrifice to Mother <laughs> Earth. 
<laughs> after, get this, after he woke up trapped in a coffin following a drinking binge. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is a serious, serious drinking binge. <laughs> yeah. It says, uh, terrified Victor Hugo Mika Alvarez, 30 years old, smashed out of the casket in Achacachi, uh, apologies <laughs> for the pronunciation, about 50 miles from where he passed out in the city of El Alto, Bolivia. Uh, he'd been drinking heavily the night before at the opening of the Mother Earth Festival, where indigenous people offer everything from live animals and sheep fetuses to sweets and cocoa leaves for the goddess, for the goddess who they believe opens her mouth for offerings in August. Uh, Victor claims he was he was among the human sacrifices. Um, some fear are still offered in ancient style rituals to satisfy the goddess. Uh, <laughs> So, so he's been, he's got drunk, fallen asleep, woken up, buried in a coffin. Yeah, well, it sounds like he possibly been drugged, doesn't it? And uh, to know, <laughs> sounds like yeah, fucking hell. I've heard the story, you know, people waking up with the kidneys missing in a bath of ice, but uh, waking up to be a human sacrifice. That's, uh, Jesus Christ, that's a new it, one. Yeah, I mean, it put you off the booze for a while, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he he told local media while covered in mud and concrete after his apparent escape last night was the pre-entry of the festival we went dancing and afterwards i don't remember the, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah of course you don't remember mate <laughs> the only thing i remember is that i thought i was in my bed i wanted to get up to go urinate and i couldn't move oh so he's pissed his coffee <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's a bad. That's a bad way to go. That's a bad thing to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "When I pushed the coffin, when I pushed the coffin, I was able to break a glass that it had, and that way I was able to get out." Break a glass? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like a you know sometimes they have like a viewing hole for the face or something like that. Oh right. Like maybe it's something like that part of it or something. Um, wow. I'm not sure. There's no. There's footage. There's pictures of him. Like he looks absolutely fucked. But <laughs> <laughs> has he got? Has he got pissy pants? <laughs> yeah. Do you know the photos I'm looking at are all from the waist up? So maybe they're kind uh. of sparing his blushes. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "When I pushed the coffin, I barely broke the glass, and through the glass, dirt began to enter. They wanted <laughs> to use me as a Sulu." A Sulu, is, it explains what Sulu is later. I think it it, it says here, uh, it refers to any offerings com commonly made to give back to Mother Earth or or Pachamama throughout August in Bolivia. So after he, after he managed to escape, he reported it to the police. How do you think the police responded to him? I don't, were they in on it? <laughs> <laughs> I shoved him back so in. some horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good twist. Uh, no, he says, when Victor reported his burial to the police, they refused to believe him, saying he was too drunk to know why he had ended up buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> not, that, not that we don't believe yet, but you just, yeah, you're just too pissed to know why you got buried alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we couldn't possibly look into it. 
No. Uh, Victor added, we've gone dancing and I don't remember anymore. I have broken the glass. My whole hand has been hurt. I've barely gone out, but I went to the police and they told me that I am drunk. (laughs) (laughs) The police also told me, you're going to come healthy. (laughs) So I I think it's kind of fair to say that 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 would be at the extreme end of the spectrum of how how you've woken up at a festival. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It beats waking up in somebody else's tent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I guess it must have also, if you think about it, it must have been pretty weird for people watching on to see like a man smashing through a coffin and sort of (laughs) clambering out. He would have looked like a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Although... Because he'd only used the coffin to sleep in, I suppose it would have been the night of the living bed. (laughs) That's rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) That was JNSNG News. Chris Sandler's musical comedy. John thinks that it's shit. John hates musical comedy. You should be on a terrorist watch list. He hates musical comedy. He can't stand it. He can't stand it. He can't stand himself And Sam's top tip. Hi, this is Sam, and this is my top tip. If you ever have the opportunity to choose your own coffin, always go for one with a window. That way, if you're ever buried alive, you'll be able to smash your way out. You're welcome. Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two Brits took a shit over a cup of tea Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please But there's someone else cooking in the kitchen Could someone answer the burning question? It's time for the burning question. This episode's burning question is, what's the biggest waste of money you've spent on a service? Uh, This was based on me paying an extortionate amount to get my air conditioners cleaned, which is still stinging, by the way. Although, oh, I completely forgot to tell you this. (laughs) Sorry, this is a complete aside to the burning question. Completely forgot, right? So after the the, uh, man was cleaning them, I went out, uh, went down the beach, and then... I got a message from my wife who stayed at home with our youngest and she said to me, can you sleep in, uh, can you sleep in Noah's bedroom tonight? I'll explain later. And I thought, oh God, like what's happened? She's shagging the, uh, she's shagging the air conditioning guy. (laughs) I think I've pulled. So could you just fuck off for a bit? (laughs) I I didn't know what was going on. So anyway, when I came, uh, when I came home, she explained that um, 
because one of the aircons he was cleaning was in the bedroom. Yeah. And when he he brought it out, he took it downstairs and took it outside to clean it so it didn't get dust everywhere. And then when he was taking it back up the stairs, he dropped like a really important component and broke it. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. So that night, I could, we couldn't use the air conditioner in the bedroom. So I had to sleep on the floor in my son's room. Oh, and what was it? 50,000 yen in five hours? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be oh. fair to him, he came the next day with a spare part. Uh, after I might, he, he did say, "Oh, it might take." That was on su- Saturday night. So then, on the Sunday, he came. But initially, he said, "Oh, I, I won't be able to come back till Tuesday." So <laughs> my uh, my wife, as you know, is, has a stern yeah. streak. <laughs> yeah. I think thinks she gave him a bit of a bollocking. <laughs> so he, he turned up the next day with the part and put it back in <laughs> but uh yeah to be to be fair to him uh they they've they're very efficient now they seem to kind of make the room cold so maybe i'm just telling myself that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yes so the what is the uh the biggest waste of money you've spent on a service uh who's been in touch so on twitter momo takamori got in touch he said grad school um i got a job thanks to my degree but it cost me my dream and many years until i could finally say from the bottom of my heart it paid off i also gained the ability to lie to myself as a byproduct so maybe (laughs) it wasn't a total waste of money i keep telling myself that um Yeah. yeah i think that pretty much my uh, my teacher training nine and a half grand that I'd agree that was a complete fucking waste of money. What? Why would you? What? What? What, what aspect was the waste of money? The, I just didn't learn how to teach science. They just, you know, they, there was no learning about how to be a teacher. It was just teaching you, you know, all the stuff that you just normally do anyway. So it was just a complete waste of time. You know, too many lectures about like, sort of well you know health and safety and all these all the sort of agendas that we've now got to deal with rather than teaching you how to teach the subject (laughs) or how how to crowd control darren who's yeah setting someone to put on fire with a bunsen burner (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly that the stuff that you need to know and instead spending five hours learning about potential terrorists how to spot a potential terrorist who's five you know it's just fucking bullshit (laughs) <laughs> um, who else got in touch on facebook yeah on facebook aaron got in touch he had, i think this kind of must have really uh struck a chord with him because he's given us a few ideas i'll go through them uh, so biggest waste of money on a service he starts with any type of gym subscription i think a lot of people probably <laughs> yeah. could uh, uh, empathize with that um he says a subscription to viagra uh, they're only good for keeping me from pissing on my shoes due to the, la- due to the lack of action. <laughs> um, God, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know that was a thing. Subscription to Viagra. Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I saw, I saw a story the other day and I did bother reading it because it doesn't affect me at all. But it said um, there's a, a massive increase in young men, uh, like in their 20s, just pres- using Viagra. So Ooh. make of that what you will. All these soy boys. <laughs> <laughs> or they just want to go for longer, maybe. maybe yeah. They feel, yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron also said uh, he's got an air ambulance monthly direct, direct debit. And he says, I have not had a ride yet. 
(laughs) I'm assuming he's meaning his national insurance tax that he pays monthly. No, no, maybe he just gives charity to the air ambulance. Oh, right. Oh, I'm not sure if that quite claims as paying for a service. Don't, I don't, you can't donate money and then bitch about it, can you? Well, I, I donate um, every month to something called Sight Savers, which is helping sort of people with eyesight trouble in Africa to help them see. So, oh, yeah, definitely I don't a wear, worthy cause. Yeah, I don't wear glasses, so does that count as a waste? I don't, I don't consider that a waste of money. Yeah, as a glasses wearer, I'm happy that you're contributing to our cause. Yeah. There, there was a, I saw that in the news this morning there was a thing about they've used something from a pig to make a like a replacement cornea which could help blind people see so right well this uh, this little girl um, my daughter's friend Japanese friend was saying that she wears these I've never heard of this before but she says she puts contact lenses in at night time yeah and then when she takes them out in the morning her eyes work. Oh, so really? every night she, she puts them in at night time, the special ones that you put in at night time, then you take them out during the daytime and your eyes are fine. Oh, right. Not, sh- not sure how that works. Maybe they're like, but, maybe the contacts are sort of chargers and she's got robot eyes. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah. charging them up overnight. Don't leave them plugged in for too long, though. Yeah. Um, and the, the last one from Aaron, uh, very open he is being here. Uh, he says, uh, biggest biggest waste of money on a service is counselling. He says, <laughs> I even lie to her, so what's the fucking point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're going, when you're going to a counsellor <laughs> and you're not telling her the truth. <laughs> yeah. Although I did, I did uh, mention to Aaron that... Um, He's been extremely honest here on Facebook, so perhaps his therapist should take a take a look down the John and Sam homepage. <laughs> yeah. uh, who else has been in touch? So Kat on Twitter, Kat is singing badly, just said, does my gas bill count? Which I think in the UK, that's uh, quite a lot of people be saying that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when is the when it's that extortionate price that you're having to pay these days, and it only seems like it's going up every time I look at the newspaper. There's a new higher figure of the estimated gas bills and stuff. Oh, it's, it's nuts. My house is all electric, so I'm smug about gas bills. But if there's a problem with the delivering deliverance of electricity, I'm definitely going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So how about for you then? What service do you think you've paid for apart from the? Uh... Wife shagging air conditioned man. Well, this, I, I don't remember how much it was, but this, is, and it's, if I, I don't even like talking about it because it still makes me angry. Actually, so talking about the house, when, when we built this house in Japan, often you buy a plot of land and then you build a house on top of it. Um, so when we built this house, um, there's like two or three or maybe four stages during the building process where it's Japanese custom to pay a Buddhist priest to come and like, so the stage one is bless the land and stage two is bless the roof being put on and stage three is like at the end or something. And each time it's costing you 10,000 or 15,000 yen or something like that. (laughs) Like it's complete bullshit. Like the, (laughs) Buddhist priest comes along, he's got his shaky stick, he does a little shake of his stick, and he goes a little bit of a om, 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 a bit of that stuff, and then fucks <laughs> off with my 10 grand in his pocket. You should have paid for the uh, keep the spiders away spell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, obviously it didn't pay him enough. Yeah. But for a service, I mean, least with the aircon man, like looking back at it, least with the aircon man, he actually did something. Like he showed me, he showed me the inside of the aircon, and it was dirty. And then he cleaned it, and it wasn't dirty. So he did do something. Whereas I've paid the 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 shaky stick man, I paid him about (laughs) the same, and he's done. Let's be honest, he's done absolutely sweet fa, hasn't he? Yeah. What What about for you? Uh, Fuck anything to do with a car just seems to be a complete waste of money. So I pay for a monthly instalment for the RAC, and that's the. It's like a breakdown service and the two times my car's broken down both times the guys eventually turned up like after an hour or two hours and as soon as the guys turned up the cars worked so they didn't no. actually have to do anything <laughs> twice that's happened um so i keep thinking i should just knock it on the head but then you know, oh, you, I don't know. But you can't can you no because <laughs> you know what'll happen yeah um <laughs> then the other day because we're in japan uh my kids because we're living in england have missed the shichiko san there's the 753 where they're supposed to take pictures in a kimono and stuff so we went to this uh like professional place to have these photos taken and it we were there for about three or four hours and i thought i thought you know maybe it's gonna cost about 20 or 30 japanese thousand yen but when i saw what my missus had paid and it was like you know over over like 130 yeah I was like, that's more than my flight to come here. I was like, what? Those, in fact, yeah, that's a really good one because I remember when you've got two daughters. So in the Shichigo San uh, festival or ceremony, girls do it at three years old and seven years old, right? Yeah. And boys is only five. So you, as as the parent of two boys, I'm in a much more financially. uh adv- advantageous situation oh yeah <laughs> so uh, you've got two girls twice each yeah that's a lot of money you've got to shell out there it is it's a lot of money <laughs> and also it's just there's like 160 i think 161 photos that we have to choose from oh, and man. you know they all look the fucking same <laughs> and i don't care like uh there's there's about four photos where i'm on it and i had to get dressed up in all the gear and yeah. so i was like like out of the four, I was like, "Oh, you know, this is the only one where I look slightly normal." Yeah. Well, uh, so how about how about that one? And then my wife's like, "Nah, everybody else looks shit on that one, so we're not having that one." We're having so, that one where you've got one eye closed and you. Yeah. Uh, well, because I'm so tall, they made me kind of bend down like onto my. So I just look like some sort of. Yeah, some sort of weird sort of ghoul, some sort of Japanese Frankenstein <laughs> bending over my kids in some creepy way. Um, With your weird, weird old face. <laughs> yeah. But as I said to my missus, I said, I know what's going to happen anyway. It doesn't matter which picture I'm on. The, uh, you know, the postcard that you send to everybody for, you know, New Year's, it'll just be the picture of like you three. I won't be on it again. <laughs> be like... Whatever happened to that guy? Did he die? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what she did last time. She just sent, she sent a picture with her and the two girls on to everybody. And I was like, why am I not on the sort of the family card? And she said, like, well, my, my friends don't know you. I was like, yeah, but they know, they have met me and they do know that we are a family. Couldn't find a nice one with you in. But yeah, right. just photoshopping a picture of Jason Statham in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm not embarrassed by you. I'm not. I'm not. 
I reminded her of that when we were uh, getting these late, latest photos done. And she went, did I do that? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yes, you fucking did. <laughs> And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who's involved. So next episode is our hundredth episode. So uh, next, yes. So next episode's burning question is: What's sort of the most favourite or memorable thing that me and Sam have talked about since we've been doing this? Yeah, so I'm let's sure have a little. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they'll remember stuff that we can't remember talking about. That's obviously <laughs> stuck with some people. Let's have <laughs> a uh, nostalgia fest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to all me. Right. Anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Catch you later. later. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy. Not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. Join in, answer the burning question. Send a new story, preferably something we can find about. We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.